If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to the show. Now, you remember uh, wildfire season, not just this past summer, but over the last couple of summers, uh, sometimes um, that smoke would uh, make, its all, make its way all the way down to the lower mainland. Now, when generally in those situations, we get an air quality warning, either here from CKNW or Global BC. One of the realities, uh, realities of being in a big city is that we have access uh, to that information. We have air quality warning uh, systems set up uh, in this big city. That's not so in many small rural communities in British Columbia. But that's about to change thanks to Carter Vibe. Uh, that little man, young man, he's only nine years old, uh, lost his life in July of this year due to an unexpected severe asthma attack exacerbated by wildfire smoke. Now, his mom had checked Hunter Mile House's air quality advisory that day to determine if she could send Carter to a summer camp at the South Caribou Rec Centre in Hunter Mile House. Now, the air quality monitor that was available to her and the information to in Hunter Mile actually comes from Williams Lake, which is about an hour up the road. But things are about to change because this month, Carter's parents, Amber and James Vi, launched Carter's project in partnership with the BC Lung Foundation, which would provide uh, air quality monitors to many communities across British Columbia. Joining me now to talk about the issue is Amber Vi. She's co-founder of Carter's Project and mother of the late Carter Vi. Amber, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, in regards to uh, your conversation with the BC Lung Foundation and the 100% air quality monitors, um, what goes to your mind uh, for this this achievement here in regards to just getting these monitors to the community? Um, I'm super proud that we can do this in Carter's honour. It's something that is desperately needed because had we had the proper air quality monitors in place that day, it may have been a different outcome for our family. Mm-hmm. So I'm just really proud that they reached out to us and asked us to be a part of this and that we we're able to do it all in Carter's name. Mm-hmm. And these air quality monitors, so they're all going to be within the city or are they throughout the region there in 100 Mile House? Because it is beautiful country, lots of... Uh, uh, lots of communities, a lot of folks that don't live within sort of 100 mile proper, uh, are they going to be sort of installed right in the community or surrounding parts as well? I believe it's going to be all around the community, like the little places like Lone Butte, Forest Grove, mm-hmm. um, and all within 100 mile. Because we, the whole area of 100 mile is fairly large with just lots of little places around. Mm-hmm. Um, can you give me a sense of what it was like for Carter to live with asthma? Were there other challenges prior to these wildfires? Um, yeah, for Carter, it seemed that every time the weather changed, it could get bad. If it was hot, it would get bad. Um, his asthma definitely affected him significantly throughout his life. He still was able to play sports and stuff, but he always carried around his 
little brief kit, we called it, which was a lunch box with his puffer and stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Um, he knew when he needed to take it. But it was definitely, sometimes he got frustrated with it because he wanted to be outside all the time and running around with everybody else. And if it ever impeded on him doing that, he would get super frustrated. So it was it was definitely tough, especially when he was younger, when we were first figuring out how to navigate life with asthma. Um, as he got older, like as a family, we were super on top of it. And he himself, was super on top of it so it didn't really it didn't cause too much grief um it was common practice though to have to take him into the hospital and go on oxygen Mm -hmm. from time to time if he during cold and flu season if he got a really bad cold it would make it a lot worse and we'd have to go into the hospital which he absolutely hated um and as well he got pneumonia I think he had it three times in his life, and that was just because his lungs were a little bit weaker than everybody else's. During the height of the wildfires in and around Hunter Mile House, what was it like? Would you be able to describe it? Um, when the fires, I mean, we have fires around here every year now, but in the last couple years, it's been crazy. Like, there's times that the smoke is so thick that you can almost, like, taste fire it's and it's it's like a fog over the whole town so it's been it's definitely hard because you we live in such a beautiful place and you want to spend your time outside and then the smoke is just so bad that you can't even go outside you have to stay in because it's not good for anybody let alone someone that has a lung issue Mm mm-hmm in regards to these um, particular monitors, do you think in moving forward, cities all have to be looking at something like this? I mean, 100 Mile is a smaller place, uh, but very spread out as well, as you said. Uh, do you think all cities now, big big cities, small towns, it doesn't matter, uh, that there should be personal, personal air quality monitors around the city? Yes, 100%. Um, from what I've learned, there are like the bigger air quality monitors in like the big cities. So even William Blake has something similar. Kamloops, Vancouver, like all the big places have these like government regulated um, air quality monitoring systems. But the small towns are just kind of, it's like they're forgotten about. So with Carter's project, the intention is to not just put air quality monitors in 100 miles, but to go on to all of the other small communities throughout BC, one community at a time, and put air quality monitors in those places as well. Yeah, I'm told there's about 286 sites in every province and territory. There's sort of our National Air Pollution Surveillance Program, but as you say, there are tremendous gaps, uh, and when it comes to resources... Um, uh, in smaller communities, it's just not there. So uh, something like this is is very, very, um, very helpful. Now, did you reach out to the BC Lung Association, or they reached out, they reached out to you? No, they reached out to us um, probably about a week after Carter passed away um, because they realized that there was they dropped the ball in a sense. There, there was this huge need that they didn't even really realize that it was there. 
that's got to be incredibly frustrating. I mean, if you, these are not expensive things at the end of the day. Uh, and, and I guess we, part of it, I guess with climate change and is now bringing some of these issues uh, to the fore, we didn't think about this, did we? No, not at all. Yeah. Well, I'm really, uh, happy that these things have, uh, you know, come to your community and hopefully other communities along the way that do need them. And, and, and they're there in, 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 mar- in, in memory of Carter. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you.